0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, report, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What is the no spin news all about? You know that this is a fact based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.
1: Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Motivation brought to you by the Public Square app and Patriot Gold Group. Happy 4th of July, a day that John Adams said ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. Thank you, God. For the United States of America and the freedoms we have here, and the 56 men who signed their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to start a country. And thank you, God, for the 7,000 men who died in the Revolutionary War, and the 6,000 wounded, and the 20,000 taken prisoner, and the 17,000 who died from disease, and the countless who lost everything, and the men who served in the freezing cold temperatures barefoot. Families whose lives were defined by war so that we can benefit as we do today and that we take so for granted every single day. One thing that's so amazing to me about the revolution is that these men knew exactly what they were getting themselves into. That's it's amazing. They knew exactly, they knew the gravity, they knew the severity. If you've ever seen the John Adams miniseries, which I haven't seen it forever, got to watch it again when they vote for independence you're almost expecting that they would jump up and and cheer three cheers and they give high fives but they don't they're silent and they all look at each other and they swallow (laughs) a gulp and they take a deep breath because they know that it's all just begun there's no high fives there's no jumping up and down they didn't just score a touchdown. They know they signed their death warrant. No exaggeration. Dr. Benjamin Rush, known as the father of American medicine, he wrote to John Adams years later, a couple years later. He said, do you recollect the pensive and awful silence which pervaded the house when we were called up one after another to the table of the president of the Congress? to subscribe to what was believed by many at the time to be our death warrant. The silence and gloom of the morning was interrupted, I well recollect, only for a moment, by Colonel Harrison of Virginia, who was a big, big, big guy, who said to Mr. Gary, who was a small guy at the table, "I I shall have a great advantage over you, Mr. Gary, when we are all hung for what we are doing now. For the size and weight of my body, I shall die in a few minutes. But from the lightness of your body, you will dance in the air an hour or two before you are dead. The speech procured a transient smile, but it was soon succeeded by the solemnity with which the whole business was conducted. Oh my goodness. First of all, I love the the dark humor there because that's, you can only, right? That's the, the, the only appropriate thing to do at that moment is to crack some sort of joke like that but they still knew like it was funny cause it's true. I love this word solemnity. It's the state or quality of being serious and dignified. Solemnity. It's fun to say serious and dignified. I want to talk about two men, Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, known as the financier of the revolution. No foreign government would lend us money for this revolution, like, like clearly we were going to lose to the British. It took three years, three years into the war. So where did the money come from? Robert Morris. One historian wrote, if it were not demonstrable by official records, posterity would hardly be made to believe that the campaign of 1781, which resulted in the capture of Cornwalls and virtually closed the Revolutionary War was sustained wholly on the credit of an individual merchant. It would be like, if one rich guy Paid for the entire military. Robert Morris gave all of his money and his name, his credit, for independence. John Hart, signer from New Jersey, a traitor just like the rest of them, he had to flee his home and his farm and his family. And when he was able to come back home safely after Washington won the Battle of Trenton, his wife had died, his children had fled, and his farm was completely taken over. He lost everything. For independence. Or he would say he gave everything for independence. Robert Morris lost all of his money. John Hart lost all of his family. If only we served Jesus like this. If only we loved God to this level of devotion. If only we loved God with this level of seriousness and gravity and solemnity. Solemnity. If only we loved God with this amount of Solemnity, the state of being serious and dignified. Wow, that's the new word I'm gonna think of when I think of our founding fathers. I'm gonna think of solemnity. If only we conducted more solemn acts of devotion to God, not just on the 4th of July, but every day. So let's be inspired by the 56 signers of the declaration and their families and their love for this country. And then let's use that as a springboard